0: Hello. Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it's a real uh, vista into island living.
1: It is. You know what? Uh, what our listeners don't know is that we skipped the first week of recording. So, although we've had two shows from here, boy, there could have been a third. Is that right? I don't know. Hmm. I don't remember.
0: I'm really confused. If I don't look at the spreadsheet, I'm not going to remember. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. I trust a lot of my brain to spreadsheets, and it's really mostly working out. You just got to remember to update the spreadsheet. I don't know how to use a spreadsheet. I oh, my people... God, John. It's so, you would love it. Here's what I know about you. Mm. You like looking at Romania on Google Earth. Yes. You like tagging MP3s. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I will tag an MP3.: you, you like an immersive an immersive act of uh, I don't know. I mean, of, of meta, you like metadata, you like stuff? Yeah. I'm just
1: telling oh, you no, That's right. If you give me a stack of MP3s and, and tell me to, to sort through them.: Yes. I'll sort through them and give them some ratings.
0: No wait, wait is that construction equipment?
1: Oh, yeah, well, okay. no. no. No one here is really there's a lot of um, performative building. Performative Happening. building okay. Yeah, I mean uh, a lot of fences get erected people drive around in trucks. Okay, uh, uh, but I don't see any I mean Well, let me correct that from the from one year to the next you see new things here But you also see a lot of people with hard hats on Staring off into the middle distance oh, it might be like what they call a make work project. There's quite a bit of that Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Oh, you know that might I who knows what that beeping was? <laughs> Honestly, do, do you understand how a spreadsheet works at a high level? Uh, you've got some. Ta- you It's a table. You've got uh, mm-hmm. columns going this way and yes. columns going that way. Yeah, uh, you rows, add, rows and columns, mm-hmm. rows and columns. You you add a uh, you add some words to a box. Yep, yep. So far, so good. Then down somewhere else, other things appear. Uh, that populate because you added things you've to pretty, the You pretty box. much nailed it. Let me ask yeah. you this. You ever like to figure out how much money you're going to make? Oh, no.
0: <laughs> 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 okay, okay. No, but that's terri- uh, terrifying. You, you could do a lot of uh, what-if type speculation stuff with oh, your I rows see. and your columns. So, so the rows and the confluence of a row and a column is a cell, and a cell is a little bit of data. And so that data could be, uh, you could have maximums and minimums, You can Mm -hmm. say, model based on this. Like, tell me, like, what happens if these following things do or don't happen. It's Um, very absorbing, very relaxing. If, if then statements. You can. You can also have conditional formatting. You can say, you could say, when uh, this is a high value, you know, give it a green. If it's a low value, give it a red. You can do that kind of stuff. It's very, I'm not here to, I'm not here to stand for spreadsheets, but they're
1: really, really cool. Yeah. I, you know, I've been, working really hard to bring more aloha into my life.
0: This is so interesting. We talked last week about your extended stay there. I have a lot of questions about how that's going, if you want to talk about that. But but it sounds to me like you've really, you've uh, well, you're leaned in. You've leaned into the aloha lifestyle after some reluctance about uh, having a Brooklyn accent.
1: I'm trying. I'm trying to. But, you know, so, when, so what happens is you're describing spreadsheets to me, and I'm thinking, is this aloha? Hmm. Or are spreadsheets not Aloha? That's super interesting.
0: Oh, no, I think I do. It's, um, you know, like, uh, is this cool or is this not cool? Is this legal or is this not legal? Uh-huh. This uh-huh. becomes a bar. You're doing right. an
1: Aloha evaluation. and the, And a couple of pretty valid questions, I think. First of all, is the whole concept of spreadsheets and spreadsheeting. Uh, is that aloha or is it, mm-hmm. is the aloha-ness uh, dependent? Is it data dependent? Mm-hmm. Like, oh. Can can one spreadsheet be aloha and the next spreadsheet be not aloha or can some action within a spreadsheet be aloha? Okay. But some other, you know, behavior, making a spreadsheet, interacting with a spreadsheet, that's where you lose aloha? Yes. I Honestly, I don't. I'm I'm still so new at aloha. It's very early there. It is, and I really don't know that much about spreadsheets either. So yeah, but you're bringing
0: a spirit of aloha. I mean, start you know, let it begin with me. It seems like step zero is you're introducing introducing this notion of the aloha evaluation. If we run this run this through the 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 shape sorter, what do we arrive at? And, And you're also saying, let's be honest, this is the medium of the massage. Like, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? Are we talking, right. is this, this going to be a hang loose type situation? Is this exactly. a of bra or is this Can a Can you full, this? It could, could
1: yeah. be a full Mahalo. What I'm, you know, like for instance, I've been trying to see a turtle every day. Oh, that's a good, see, it's important yeah. to have goals. Yeah. I just decided like, look, every day I'm going to have it. I'm going to see a turtle and I'm going to walk five miles. Oh, so good. So every day. And so what it does is when I'm sitting here and I'm, you know, in the, and, uh, I'm listening to the birds coo and I'm watching the, leaves in the fronds because mm-hmm. the leaves get in the fronds hmm. and uh the wind gets in the leaves which is which are in the fronds and oh, pretty man. soon it's just I can like changing you already <shhh> you've
0: become much more pastoral mm. you're like a like an early rem album
1: mm. i can feel it you're green you're verdant you, you, the, the, the kudzu is all over me and, mm-hmm. and I, I i think i've told you i said that to peter buck one time and he was like no that was our other album Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All the great albums. <laughs> uh, I was like, wow, I love that album. It had, you know, it just, I could smell the I could smell the kudzu. And he was like, no, uh-huh. that was our other album.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Anyway. Uh, so so when there's, I'm, there's turtle
0: time, there's walking yeah. time, there's, there's fronds and leaves and how they interact. And then you got the wind, you're regular fucking Walt Whitman.
1: But, but when I'm, so in order to see a turtle, cause I don't want to see a turtle, like laying on a beach. I want to see a turtle on the hoof. Okay. You know, like in, in, in Turtle Town, I want Turtle Time in Turtle Town. Okay. So I've had to like get my whole snorkel thing where I where I'm not not scared anymore, and I'm practicing that every day. So I put my snorkel on, I go down into the water, I, I sail around, I sail away, sail away, sail away. I encounter some turtles. We have some times. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've noticed is that a turtle cannot be not aloha a
0: turtle cannot be okay
1: okay see what i mean
0: i think i do it's you're saying a turtle is a natively aloha species
1: yes everything that a turtle does is aloha oh look at him he's taking his time sure yeah and you know the ocean comes and blows the turtle the turtle goes with the with the ocean turtle doesn't fight it turtle doesn't fight it if you come along and with your snorkel on and say, you know, like, yeah, the turtle goes with it. Huh. The turtle does not, you never see a turtle frown. He doesn't anymore. overreact. He doesn't underreact. He just turtles. That's right. He says, huh. I've been here a long time before you got here. I'm going to yeah. be here a long time after. That's probably literally true. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm down there. I'm like, okay, first of all, cool. I'm in your world you're not in mind, so I'm not going to be, I'm not going to do anything. Right? You're not, gonna, like, not tell him to turn down his music or something. No, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to touch him. I'm not going to tell him he's, I'm do, he's doing it wrong. You're not going to give him scritches and tell him he's a good boy? Nope, not going to do that. Wow. Like, I am not capable of judging whether he's a good boy or not. Oh, that is so aloha, let's be honest. I, right, I have only just tr- started figuring out how to tell whether he's a boy or not. Huh. Uh, you know, because they've... Uh, does does, you know, does he, not- he reply to lots of women's tweets? Not to be turtle normative, but they okay. kind of look alike Uh-oh. to me. You know. Okay, you know and I mean? see, like, boy, there's so many. I have so many a lot of turtle to this. I know I have a lot of turtle friends, but and some of them are good, good friends, but I can't tell them apart. Yeah, you don't, you don't see uh, turtle gender. No, I don't. They're mm-hmm. big. Some are big, and I don't see color, but some are big, mm-hmm. some are small. That's all I can tell <laughs> at first. Now I know. Oh, I see. Like your tail is telling me a story. There are other things that are telling stories here. Okay. But but the primary thing is, when I'm in the water, the only thing, here's the key, yeah. when I'm in the water, the only thing not aloha is me.
0: Oh, my God. You don't know that. Well, that's it, though.
1: I don't. No, you don't know that. The only thing. The For all only you know, he thing,
0: wakes up every morning, say, I'm going to swim five miles and try to see a John Roderick. Hmm.
1: That's possible, but I don't think that's, I don't, I, I'm not worried about his aloha. That's the thing. That's what my sister taught me. I can't affect his aloha. You can't affect his aloha. All I can affect is my own
0: aloha. You just you're gonna just you're gonna be there. You're gonna inhabit the space and detect right. the aloha.
1: The thing is, in the spreadsheet of this, uh, of this like experience and time, yeah. The the only cell mm. that has the capacity to either be aloha or not is me, as far as I can tell. Whoa.
0: All other, that is
1: that is surprisingly woke, John. All the other cells are just, you know, yeah. there. There are other functions acting on them. They're they have other capabilities. Interesting, but then it's, when uh, I the go, cells are like uh, the empty cells are like open water. Yeah, right. Or, or uh, there might be like a turtle put, in this cell. You've put different conditions on those cells, so yes. those cells can't. If X, then Y. If right. you know, if N and then three or. Mm. But the but. In the water, the only one that is like if uncooled, then not aloha, <laughs> is me. I think you'd really enjoy spreadsheets. So, but then what's nuts is when I get as soon as I get out of the water, then the capacity for other non-aloha things just skyrockets, because uh, I, there are cars, there are other people, there are music, other people are not aloha generally. So you're not there to detect
0: the aloha of the turtle, but you can't help but notice the environmental aloha or a lack of aloha once you're back on on dry land. Exactly. You could see when somebody's being, I don't know what, not cool.
1: Well, but okay, so now here's my problem. So I started walking through the resorts. There's a trail that runs through like 25 different hotel resort environments and you're on the trail and you're like da, da 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 you got the ocean on your right you've got the hotels on your left and you're in like a four seasons environment a four mm-hmm. seasons cultivated environment and then you cross an imaginary property line threshold and now you're in like a boutique hotel cultivated environment and you just keep walking and a quarter mile, mile later you're in you know a uh Marriott. Fairmont it could be a, a Marriott. Marriott yeah, yeah. And they're, you know, they're all nice hotels. Sure. Um, but so as they, they i brand They brand their beaches, John? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but and a lot of those hotels are situated up on a cliff. They don't really even have a beach. Hmm. They compensate with pools. Okay, okay. But so walking through those different environments, you know, I'm on a north to south trajectory. They are all hotels that are facing, uh... You know they're facing east, so they're on an east-west trajectory. The people that are staying there w- op- w- wake up, they look out the window, uh-huh, and they're uh-huh. looking out to the east to the ocean, and they go right. Now, you know, if it's looking east, they get a sunrise. Oh, I'm sorry, no, they're looking west. My my bad. They look I'm out sorry. west, they they get a sunset. They get a sunset, so they're all facing the sunset. Okay. And, I just want uh, I
0: just want to point out you have a better sense of direction than anybody I know maybe excluding my wife and you are so aloha at this point that the directions the directions are just words i don't even know what you're I'm so doing. you're so deep in the cells at this point that you know here's the direction you need to know turtles that's turtles is that a cardinal yeah. direction i don't know i have no i
1: have zero sense of where i am oriented you're in, in the space water or, or
0: you're not in the water is the no. thing and what is what is a compass even going to do for me in this situation
1: so yeah, they're up on right a cliff where, they're up on the Marriott I have cliff compass. Yeah. They're 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 looking out and then I'm coming through on us. I'm going north south. So they see me enter the frame uh on stage right and they see me move across and then I exit stage left. Mm-hmm. And that's their only encounter with me, right? I'm it, we're like living in different time bubbles. Like mm-hmm. I'm People, I'm I'm like behind the bookshelf pushing books out, trying to communicate with them. Absolutely, and I, and they're just like, you know, what was what was that speck in between me and the sunset? Anyway, they're so, they're they're, they're, the, they're traveling, but you're a traveler.
0: Hmm. You know what I mean? But see, I don't. You're, know You're whether, a seeker. They might be seeking continental
1: breakfast, but you're out there saying, "Okay, world, have at me." Now, normally, I would be. Making a distinction like that, I would be like, "Oh my I'm god, this I just did it! I just did it, didn't I? I did it." I'm, I'm in San here.
0: Francisco and I'm worried about all this rain that's going to come, and I'm being really fucking unaloha. I'm not saying anything about your aloha. See, I, god damn it, you're so good at this.
1: Not not I'm, te- yet. I'm tearing no, no. myself up about my lack of aloha. I don't think it's. I don't think it's me or being good
0: at no. Aloha. It's all me. I'm. I'm the generator of the unaloha. What's the opposite of aloha, John?
1: Is it aloha? No, well no now, there,
0: is there an opposite of aloha?
1: It's not it's not mahalo it's no. not aloha it's um uh-huh. I don't I'm not sure I'm not I a- mean agape maybe love. What is like in surfer culture I guess it's a bummer right okay. or a, <laughs> right? like a, oh well you know what an, uh, the opposite of aloha is harsh toke harsh toke harsh toke is harsh toke <laughs> the opposite harsh of aloha. Toque, bra. because the thing about a harsh toke yeah. is a harsh toke is not quality of weed dependent. Mm-mm. You can get bad weed right, or great weed. It's and, the singer, not the song. Right. You're, you could still potentially get a harsh toke out of either one of those. You're sitting, the, you're
0: down there letting a turtle come to you in the spirit of aloha. Maybe somebody throws a straw down, which as see. we know, as you've seen from photographs, goes straight up the noses of many turtles. That's a harsh that's toke. Very, that's a pre, is it a pre, am I wrong? Is that a harsh
1: toke? Oh, that's a very harsh toke.
0: I don't I'm not saying that. I hope. God, I don't even know anymore, John. I hope I'm not saying that in a judgmental way cuz I don't mean it that way or do I? Oh,
1: mm-hmm. do I.
0: Am I so uh-huh. am I so deep in my own harsh tokes
1: that I don't even know what I'm doing anymore? Well, so, so I know for I know for my part. Yeah. A, a straw in the water is a harsh toke. It's not a low. Oh, yeah. But but you know what? For somebody the land, the land else, is moving into the sea and not in an Aloha way i mean maybe there is a world in which a straw in the ocean is aloha i don't know i'm not big enough Merlin. i can't see you, you, i'm yeah I'm you're, a the, small you're the sky not the, the weather the, the, the ocean just,
0: can encompass many many cells and possibly the occasional straw we only get like we're looking through like a two a little tube of toilet paper trying to figure out what the fuck's going on and like is the turtle happy And does it matter but i i know that i'm here and this is sand
1: well, Is it so, sand
0: or is it rocky? Isn't it kind of rocky in Hawaii? Both things. Both oh, things. God damn it, John. Yeah. I don't know if we can do this show anymore. I don't even know how to approach you. You've changed the paradigm. You've only been there for like five weeks, and you've already changed everything.
1: Well, so <laughs> I don't know. Am I changed? Has it changed?
0: <laughs> wow. Is Uncle the weed, Jack appreciating the to-
1: this? Is he absorbing all of this from you? Well, so Uncle Jack. So what happened here? What happened around here is that Uncle Junius and Aunt Joanne have arrived. Okay,
0: so you covered so you guys, that in Oregon where there wasn't
1: coverage, and now there right. are. There's a fresh supply of relatives. But now we're all here together okay. for 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 two days. Okay. Yesterday, when Uncle Jack woke up, it was still just the two of us, and he was having a bad day. Yeah, he wasn't
0: really able to stand up you hear that you hear that phrase but when you have an older relative you hear that phrase they have good days and bad days bad days yeah. suck
1: bad days were hard and and it was one where you know like uh, at, at 92 and and uh 11 twelfths. there's a feeling and i think over the last three weeks and i don't i don't mean this <laughs> you don't in, know how long you've been there you're on island time <laughs> I don't but and the thing is there's a difference in him between when he came and or when we came and now when I'm departing and a big part of that is that my sister likes to sit with old people and talk about death. The and Susan? so yeah so Susan and he spent a long time with Susan saying hey man whether you finish your uh whether you finish your memoir or not one day you're going to die and you're not going to know. Mm. Well, you're not going to know the difference. <laughs> That's and of like harsh <laughs> Uncle Jack's like, Well, but I'm, I got to finish it. I'm working <laughs> on it. And she's like, Yeah, I know, but then you'll be dead. So is this, <laughs> you want to talk about traffic? You? Is this like good for you or do you like uh-huh. it? Is this how you want to spend your time or what? And he's like, I've got, you know, work to do. Oh. She's like, Well, yeah, but work. I mean, you know, oh my and then, God. and then, and then we die. Uh-huh. And so she and he would have these like intense little uh, powwows. And then I would kind of have to come in and like, you know, sweep up the, I mean, this is the old me, right? Come and sweep up the toast crumbs. You uh, come
0: in and collect the, the harsh toast,
1: Yeah, sweep up the cheese at his feet or whatever and say, Uncle Jack, it's okay, buddy. You can keep working on your book and I'll help you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and so over the last three weeks, now he says things like, I'm ready. I'm ready for the next adventure, oh, which gosh. is absolutely something that my mom said about death. So I know Susan put it in his ear, but my mom mm-hmm. was like, Life is just an adventure and I'm ready for the next one. Oh my god. And I I grabbed her by the her little her little cardigan sweater and I said you are not ready for your next adventure. You this is my non this is my non-Aloha past. Yeah. I was like you have to you stick can around see that here. now. You can see that now with such clarity. Yeah, well. Yeah. Anyway, so we had a we had a bad morning. It was like, uh-oh. And and you know, from my standpoint I was like, well, now what happens? Well, I mean, you know, what do I call an ambulance? If so, why exactly? He can't, mm-hmm. he can't travel, but, um, but he's also not like, like visibly dying. Although, who knows what visibly dying looks like? Mm-hmm. Not me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so so I so I I got him up. He's like, I can't feel my feet. I was like, well, you know, here's the thing about feeling your feet. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't.
0: Because, because you I'm, are the man for this journey. I'm, I'm way aloha now. You're and I was so like,
1: aloha. you know, your
0: feet. He probably, I can, he probably forgot about that or hadn't thought of that.
1: He never thought of it. His generation never did. No. They were like, of course I feel my feet. But yeah. then what happens if you don't? I put on a suit every day. Of course I feel my feet. So I got him up on his feet. I was holding him. He's a heavy, you know, he, he's a heavy guy still. You know, he was football. Mm. He's still built like a football player. Not <laughs> like a football that would be uncommon. So I can get him up, and we're just you know, and I'm not I'm not trying to walk him around. It's not like I've it's not like I'm trying to walk a drunk guy uh, out of his drunkenness in order to put him up on his wedding day or something. Yeah, I'm just like here we are now we're on our feet. How's it going? And he's like meh. And I said, all right, well, let's uh let you know, let's just take this. It's not even one day at a time. It's not mm-hmm. even really one step at a time. It's just one, you know, like is this moment is this moment happening yes we mm-hmm. we're on our feet now we weren't a second ago mm-hmm. and gradually he was like all right okay okay and, you know let go of me and then he's standing and then you know and i like i'm hands off kind of like the first time a the first time you get a um riding a bike well yeah or like an rv controlled uh drone that you get for christmas there's mm-hmm. that first time when you're like whoa it's flying and immediately he's like fuck off and yeah. off he goes. <laughs> <laughs> and so so I said, "Well, let's get out of the house and let's go uh, you know, let's go visit the doctor. We had a reason to be there anyway cuz he was uh, other problems." Mm-hmm. And we get there and on the way out of Did the doctor's dri- you office. you drove him there? Oh yeah. Got him oh, in the car. Get, get him to the doctor. He likes the doctor. Yeah. Um he doesn't like going to the doctor. He likes this particular doctor. Mhm. Anyway, on the way out, I said to him, now, I looked down, and he's wearing these New Balance tennis shoes, and they're the exact same ones my dad wore. Mm-hmm. I don't know when New Balance became, like, old man shoes.
0: Velcro New Balance are definitely the shoes of el- every elderly person I know.
1: Because I remember when I There might be, I like, first... some, some
0: Toms kind of scuffs for around the house, but, uh, yeah, it's always New Balance. I think they've got wide support. A wide support—that might be it. Help your proprioception.
1: When when, uh, New Balance first arrived on the scene, my first memory of them is that they were like technical running shoes for really advanced Mm -hmm. cross-country people.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think my are for wearing to the mall, but these for these are for performance.
1: This was performance, and I had a pair when I was on the cross-country team. And I think my dad started wearing them, and that was his first pair. Hmm. Maybe they liked the big N on it. I don't. I'm not sure. But I looked down at his shoes and I said, Oh, Jack, when was the last time you had a pair, a new pair of shoes? And he was like, I don't know, 20 years ago? And I said, Yeah, those shoes look 20 years old. He was like, They're great. And I said, Well, but the thing about it is the years take their toll on shoes too. And these shoes are. Uh, What we call uh, thrashed, Mm -hmm. and so let's go to the shoe store and buy you some shoes. Oh my God! Now I might as well have said, let's take a bag of gold and throw it in the ocean. (laughs) It's so far to go. (laughs) And this guy, you know, this guy is like living in Hawaii for three months in a in his own three bedroom house. It's not like it's not like a pair of shoes is the is going to make or break him. But he is seriously like, "What shoes? We don't know." Uh, you know, just yeah. fighting me. And I'm like, "Come on, we're going to the we're going to the fucking Aloha Mall." Do you have like a wheelchair or similar for him? Nope, nope. He's he he a won't do walker? it. just just like my dad, he wouldn't like, do it. But what about like a nope. walker? No, no, no. you're no. kidding. He's bipedal all the way. Oh yeah, and then you know we move exactly at one mile an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, we like to chat. So as we move through, and that's the other thing about whether at what level of Aloha you're happening. Yeah, it's another one of these time traveler things, where everybody, everything is moving around you, and you are just mm-hmm. moving so slowly through you
0: experience. Time. Yeah, I don't like to use that as a verb, but you experience any environment so differently if you move through it at a different speed like i mean it sounds silly but it's absolutely true i i went through that just quickly i went through that when we first had a kid cuz everything every environment you've been comfortable with in the past is so different now first of uh-huh. all you have to bring 80 pounds of gear and a little and something that rolls everywhere that you go but like you experience every the idea of a, a restroom you look at a restroom so differently cuz you think about what if i had to change my kid in here just yeah. moving through a parking lot is so different and in that case i went through this with my grandmother when she had alzheimer's and it's like you re going out to dinner Was like, was such an undertaking and had so many twists and turns to it. It completely changed my POV about like what that experience could be like. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's so true. And and it's particularly interesting when you're moving at a really slow speed with somebody. And it's also at any time possible that they might say, fuck you to anyone Mm -hmm. (laughs) encountering them in any way. (laughs) Really? Like in those words? Yeah, oh yeah, because he is... He's candid? Well, he's very frustrated with the fact that he is no longer uh, young and in charge of himself and in charge of... And, you know, the men in my family always felt like in charge of the world and responsible for it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so when when he can't hear what someone is saying or when he doesn't understand what someone's doing, he... Still wants to interject some of uh, his authority into the situation. Yeah, and so so we get to the shoe store, for instance, and we walk in, and the and the very nice uh, like clerk comes over and says, you know, what are, what's going on today, and how do we help you? And I said, well, we need some shoes, and she says, oh, okay, well, what are you looking for? And Jack says, I can't hear you. Mm -hmm. And I go, well, Jack, first of all, you don't need to hear her right now because we're just having perfunctory conversation at the beginning of the transaction. It isn't a thing that needs like a bunch of buy-in from you. We're at a shoe store. I'm going to walk you literally through this. So just pull up a chair and Mm -hmm. like let go and let God and part, partly, you know, he's trying to be in in this situation because he hasn't had a new fucking pair of shoes in twenty years. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the, but the best thing is, we're in we're in this shoe store, and here's a question for you: Tell me if this is Aloha or not. Okay. Okay. It's a, it's a new segment on the show.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, I can I've learned a lot already, and I've learned how often I don't know what I've learned. Yeah, I'm gonna do the best that I can. So you're in the shoe store. And now uh, in this text adventure game The gal says uh, so what are we doing today? What do you want for shoes?
1: Yep, and then she says here take off your shoes mm-hmm. There's a pad on the floor. That's about the size of a placemat. And what you do is you start over here and you walk sideways across this map. So only one foot walks across the mat but you want to be walking not just standing on your foot you want to be walking so we see the stride what and the pad is going to is going to evaluate the stride and the the different pressure points of your foot as you pass mm-hmm. and then it will put that into the computer oh. and the computer will will be able to process your stride so that we can Find you the best possible.
0: She wants to shoe. make sure we uh, enhance Uncle Jack's performance. That's right. We could get the maximum performance
1: out of his uh, new shoes. Right, and wow. And so there's a part of me in that moment, yeah, where I feel like I'm in, I'm at TSA, and what we're experiencing is a little bit of security theater. In this case, it's shoe. It's it's arch support theater, it's shoe theater, because. The only thing she can sell us today is the shoes that she has in the back mm-hmm. and whether or not they're not they're not taking this computer information and laser cutting a special shoe for this man. Mm-hmm. They have some shoes. It's, in the It's back.
0: almost a form. I was watching a YouTube video about psychics. No, actually, I'm sorry. It was John Oliver talking about psychics. But it's a form of almost like cold reading where now it, whatever she offers is going to seem like a scientific solution to the experiment that they ran. Exactly. It's like, exactly. or it's like you know, it's basic. It's a basic kind of like, uh, forgive my saying, a pretty cheap magic trick to be yeah. able to do that and say, "Oh, okay, well, we know these two aren't going to be right for you, but given the performance characteristics of your ninety-two-year-old feet, like we're pretty <laughs> sure this one's going to be right in your wheelhouse." Yeah, when
1: she comes out with the stack of did three she or four ask boxes,
0: you if you wanted to do the performance review with the pad?
1: She said you don't have to do this. Okay, but I said, you know, hey, this is. What I said is, look, this is your world. We came into your world. You're the turtle in this shoe store. Okay. I am the snorkeler. Mm -hmm. If in your shoe store world, you are walking across this pad and that's what you do and that's that's the fucking seaweed that you eat here, then we'll walk across your pad. Whoa. And she says, hey, you don't, you know, like if you want to bring your own, like, pre assumptions about the fact that i've got some shoes in the back and i'm just going to go back and get some right i'll like live with you i'll go with your way because okay. i because I, I work in a shop Right. and i don't i don't have a massive investment in this computer either and frankly i know it's all fake too mm-hmm. and i said uncle jack we're going to walk across the pad okay now and I don't know why, I don't know why I decide this, but I just, I'm like, look, we have, he and I are from a, we're from a group of people that have sought new experiences our whole lives. And at any other point in his life, he would have walked across the pad. So why stop now? We've never, we're not, even when we know it's fake. even I love, when we I love know this
0: twist. I love this twist. This, this shows you how unaloha I was. This is, this is a great twist. You're, you're empowering him. To be an adult man who gets the right shoes yeah, and it's 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 theater, but
1: it could be some good theater it's it's hilarious theater so th- so then I have the excitement and the fun of standing with the shopkeeper uh, and you know the thing is it's like a it, he didn't wear his ear his ear things that this yesterday day mm-hmm. either, so he can't hear anybody mm-hmm. but he can the people that have uh poor hearing can hear me because my voice has you know it resonates in their uh mandibles or something
0: mm mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm.
1: So I say, you start over here, you walk this way, and only your left foot hits the pad. Hmm. Well, we've been sh- like shuffling everywhere we've been. He, he He's not taking big steps. He's like going inch at a time. But he puts his, sit, sits himself up, and he takes one big step across the pad and comes out the other side. And I'm like waiting to catch him like a like, a, again, a kid on a bike for the first time. Yeah. And then he turns around and he does it again. And then, of course, the second time it doesn't work. So he has to set up and do it a third time. Oh, boy. But he's not complaining Mm-mm. because we're in, a, we're in a new headspace. Like this, this friendly turtle is helping us get magic shoes. Mm-hmm. We're walking across this thing. And then his stride shows up on the computer as a rainbow-colored like foot MRI. And we're we're both fascinated by it. So she goes in the back and she gets the five size twelves that she can lay her hands on. But she but they come out and and they're covered in science. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he puts on a pair of shoes. He asks a couple of questions about how good these shoes are going to be in ice and snow, because that's what we do if we're from Alaska.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I reminded him that he's not going to be walking on ice or snow ever again because he can't really walk on pavement. So Hmm. ice he doesn't need to have shoes that work on ice and snow anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's not a bad thing. Hmm. That's like, you you know, like if you finish your memoir or don't, one day you're going to be dead. Hmm. At this point in time, let's just leave snow and ice out of our list of considerations. And he, so he starts walking across the store and he literally starts like kind of bouncing. Hmm. He's like, these feel amazing. Really? And so now he's standing up straight, his head's up in the air. I mean, he's not, it's not like he's dancing, but I mean, he's like walking and. Well, it sounds like he's not shuffling. No, no. He's just like, Oh, Hey, look at these. They feel, feel great. And I'm like, we'll take them and we don't need them boxed up or anything. He's going to wear them out of the store. And the lady's like, "Great, you know, bye." And she puts his old shoes in a in a bag. And we walk out into the mall or the it's outdoor mall. And I'm carrying the shoes in a bag and he's like bouncing along. And we get to the edge of the mall and he says, "Do we want that bag of old shoes or do you just want to throw them away?" Wow. Which wow was like, "What?" Wow. Throw the, you were very committed to these shoes an hour ago, like that these were some kind of thing you were going to pass on to your kids. And now he's like, get them out of here. So, but you know, by the end of the day, like he's, he's walking around on his tiptoes on his, in his new, like, and I, there's some kind of crazy Norwegian shoe. That's it's all like, it's all hilarious. I'm sure they're made in the same Chinese factory as everything else. Mm-hmm. But, um, but he's sailing along. So by the time Junius and Joanne get here, like we're in a great mood. No one in the no, they never would have guessed in a million years that the morning had started off so bad. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm just like, I'm just passing through time. I'm not. I didn't really. I was just a. Uh, I was not. I was not a turtle. Mm-hmm. I was not a straw. I don't. I don't know what I was. I was. I was leaves and fronds. Hmm. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure what role I'm here to play, or what role I was playing at that time, or what Uncle I don't Jack. I not either.
0: Is. But it sounds like you're playing it.
1: I'm not sure. It's
0: being there is a big part of it. Just you know, however, it end up, ended up being the way that it is. Your being there is a big deal. I mean, you. If you don't realize that today, you'll realize it tomorrow, or whenever you get to leave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I'll ever get to leave. <laughs> But you know when when I'm walking that trail, and I think you've been to where I'm talking about. Is it? Have you been? We stayed. Have you
0: been to Wailea? Oh my God, that really sounds like it. Let me look it up. We stayed in. I want to say the northeast part of. um, So you were in Lahaina or something? Maybe I'll see if I can find it.
1: Or no, no, not Lahaina. You were in uh, whatever the.
0: I I swear we got got robbed by the uh, the people who own the motel.
1: Like actually robbed or just overcharged?
0: Well, um, Mother's Day Eve, somebody broke into our room and stole all our shit. Oh, oh no! And you think it was the people? Pretty sure. Pretty, pretty, oh, uh, pretty, oh. pretty sure. That's Mother's hilarious. Day Eve, I got up early to work on the book I never finished. Everything was gone—the laptops, the cameras, iPhones—all gone. Oh, that's terrible. See, I got mixed feelings, but but um, I'll, I'll 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 find out. Wait, what island is it? Is it is it Maui? Maui. Yeah, let me look here. Look at this. Boy, this is really taking me back. <gasps> it's nice, a right? long time ago. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I don't,
1: I don't want you to get your stuff stolen again, even in your imaginarium.
0: Um, uh, okay, so, uh, well, you know so what?
1: I'll look it up later. The, the, was the, not-
0: it was very, It was very painful because now I'm spending my vacation looking at Hawaiian eBay. Trying oh, to figure out where my laptop is.
1: Oh, oh, that gives me so much pain. Oh, see, I'm that's so an aspect
0: funny. of Aloha, though. Is it seems to me, as an outsider, I'm not a snorkeler, nor a straw, nor a turtle, nor a shoe vendor. But it oh. seems to me that in the state of Aloha, which is different than the state of Hawaii, you <sighs> will become uh vulnerable in an interesting way in order to get the aloha detect the aloha and pass along absorb and pass along the aloha you must necessarily be slightly vulnerable in an interesting way not vulnerable in the needy way like me but vulnerable mm. in the way of like you're you're you're, you're kind of open to, to to what what is happening what is the uniform of the day for this state mm-hmm. that seems to me i don't know but you sound like you're in an interesting place not well, just because you're... you can see turtles but i mean more metaphorically
1: as well Years ago, the first time I went to Europe, 1989, I, I, I'm pretty sure I have described uh, a moment in my life where I was sleeping outside in a, in a park near the train station in Avignon, France. And in the middle of the night, I was robbed. My, um, my bag was taken. And when I woke up in the dark, there was a man standing over me, oh, yeah. uh, like, like leg on either side of me trying to like bending down, trying to figure out how he was going to get my passport from around my neck without yep. waking me up. And I got up and I chased him and it was all a big, uh, a big bummer. But in the end, in the final accounting, I lost everything I owned right. and I was just living out of a bag. And then at that point in my life, I realized, Oh, I didn't need any of that shit. Like I'm already a smelly 20 year old like student youth hostel. the one
0: where your journal was scumbag.
1: in there? Yeah, the journals were in there. Okay. Uh, you know, it was, there were tons of bummers about it, mm-hmm. but once I realized I could just stand up wherever I was and just start walking and never look back because I didn't have anything. I didn't have to look back and say, do I have my stuff? I was just like, I was poetry in motion. I could, I could wake up from a, From a deep sleep, jump, jump out uh, into the world and continue moving. And there was like, I had no, uh, nothing holding me. And it was really profound. Now, I'm sure the people that I met, the people that accidentally sat next to me on a train or whatever, were like, Ugh, I wish that this kid would have a bath. Yeah. But for me, for several months after that, I just... If it didn't fit in my pockets, it didn't come with me, mm-hmm. and that was really transformative. But years later,
0: I, I, I left. I left the house without my phone a couple days ago. I almost had a panic attack. <laughs> I'm sure. How can I go to the bodega with just my LTE watch? Well, the, my pocket was I, empty. I kept tapping at it. Like okay, every, uh, every time I open
1: my my every time I open my computer here, the Aloha goes right out of the room. The computer like goes and fills the room with a That's, with a toxic, not maybe it drains gas. the room of aloha. Maybe well, but the thing is, it's I don't think the computer, sink. the computer and the internet, they don't want aloha. They're not taking it out of the room. They don't have any use for it. Huh. I think that it's. I think that you open the computer and the computer just sends stuff into the room. Okay. It might something might be taking the aloha out of me, but it's not taking it. Anywhere to use it for something else There's like
0: less bioavailable aloha after what's been introduced by the computer
1: Yeah, right and I'm not sure I'm not sure aloha is transferable or Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I mean it is energy. Have you thought about that? It's kind of
0: energy. It sounds like it has like a valence
1: I Don't know well the 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 thing about the 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 experience of getting robbed in Europe many years later I got robbed because that's a part of life—you get robbed. And I had told the story of the Europe uh, getting robbed, and a, and a woman very close to me. I, I, but I was living in a house at this point, and I got robbed of some things that I was sad to have lost. And she said, "Remember that story about in Europe how you got lost and you just, or you got robbed and you just felt free? Mm-hmm. Like maybe this is that." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "No, ma'am, it is not. I am not. I do not feel free." for having my computer stolen. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, this is not a moment where I'm going to uh, and, realize and, and that. And your silver ingot. And my ingot. Mm-hmm. Although this was a different time of getting robbed. It oh, wasn't Jesus the ingot. John. You know, we get robbed. It's what happens. Yeah. But I said, I am, then I was ready to, to uh, see that possessions only handcuffed us, mm-hmm. but right now I am not ready to see that I want my computer back yes I want to do my work on my thing today and I am this is not a message about non-attachment this is this is me calling the police Uh, non-attachment
0: can be a form of privilege I mean the Buddha rolled that way because that was his job and he had the privilege to have the kind of job where you could even lose your bowl but if you're a podcaster you do kind of need a computer you can do it on an iPad but you really need a computer
1: yeah, but also, what if I wanted to look at Facebook and see if anybody had said anything funny or yes. what? Yes. I mean, you can't do that with with Aloha. Mm-mm. But weirdly, for me, I feel like a big part of my life the last ten or fifteen years has been. What, what, in the in the nineties, there was a little coffee shop on Broadway that was an outdoor coffee shop. It was mm-hmm. a little a little vivaci and there wasn't an indoor seating. it was just five tables on the sidewalk and I worked on Broadway, so I was a member of the Broadway community and these little five tables were where it was vivaci was what you would have called at the time a gay. Uh, hang out. So most of the people sitting and drinking coffee at these little tables were members of Seattle's uh, very inclusive and very unusual gay community at the time. We're talking about 1996 or seven. Mm -hmm. And one of the favorite things to do was sit at that, sit at those tables and pretty openly mock and ridicule everyone who walked by because (laughs) The gay community in the 1990s was very uh, based around snark, mm-hmm. at least on we, Broadway. We don't say anymore, but that's what we used to say. Yeah, it was. It was, and it was. It was the funniest shit you ever heard, right? Could even call it shade? Would you call it shade? It, it would have been. It would have been some tremendous shade getting thrown. Like some, like a, a, a someone would walk by, and you could just hear it start from the cafe. Like, mm mm, miss thing here she comes. And just like, it's like who wore it best, or those those things in People Magazine where they throw tons of shade on the on uh, some actress who's wearing a outfit. Yes, and they and just like it's just it's very brutal. And back then, of course, nobody put any restraints on their language, so they would just. I mean, it was. It, I would be rolling on the sidewalk, and it was one of the great parts of my day. Like if it was a sunny day, and I was and it was an hour before I had to be at work, I'd go down to Vivace and sit with my friends and listen to them fucking <laughs> do this television show that if you made it today, it would burn the world down. And partly learning from that, and partly just my own innate, uh, my, my inclination... For the for most of my adult life, there's been a component of me sitting in a chair watching the world go by and going, "Oh, girl, you didn't." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then people, you know, and then my audience or whatever sits there and goes, "Like, lol." Mm-hmm. And as the years have gone by, you know, we've tempered our language, we've tempered the the our willingness to look at people and say, "Oh my God, no!" Right? That's not how we look at the world anymore. But as long as you can find your target to affluent white people, you still can sit and go like, can you believe this? Look at this. This is awful. Mm-hmm. It's not quite the same as like, uh, well, it's not anything like it was, but, but there's still that impulse. Well, and, so- social media
0: has messed up a lot of this because there was no one there videotaping or right. transcripts
1: of what they were saying it was an ephemeral in the moment moment thing. Right. Well, and if, and if the person turned, if the person who was walking and getting the business turned and looked at you and said, what did you just say to me? Then it was on, then it was fucking, then it was even better. Cause then it turned into a, hmm. because within the culture at the time, within that, within like gay summertime fashion, walk down this boulevard culture at the time, a catfight was like what you were hoping for, you know, beyond all other hopes. Um, but yeah, right. Social media, you can't do that. But anyway, I'm walking through these resorts every day because I I decided that my five mile walk was not going to attempt to duplicate the turtle experience. I was going to do the opposite. I was going Mm. to go to the resort again. It's not my world. Mm hmm. The resort
0: you're bringing something like a, a similar state of mind to this
1: Yeah, you're you're now you're the snorkeler on land Right, the mm-hmm. the waves are washing up on the resorts people come and go but I am just snorkeling through
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I wanted the contrast because I recognize that my tendency and the tendency of everyone i know in the whole culture i live in would be to walk through those resorts and be like oh my god can you believe this oh my god look at this like it's Mm -hmm. people on vacation and they are ridiculous and they're in an all-inclusive resort and we're able to walk through but they can't escape and they they don't even know that there is an escape that's like a tourist zoo yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, they paid thousands of dollars to come to this place every night at dinner. There's a hula show. <laughs> they they practically line up to get their picture taken with the sunset every night in the same place. There's, you know, there are people, there are actual, like, native Hawaiian people in uh, Aloha shirts bringing them icy drinks and being very friendly to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're going to go home to wherever and they're like... This oh we had a great time in Hawaii or maybe they didn't maybe they know that this isn't actually fun and maybe they're miserable I don't know but passing through it I was trying to pass through it without bringing my own tendency to make myself superior to them. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's very very hard not to do. Oh so hard and especially that on
1: the cruise. Oh, the Joko cruise.
0: Where it was just, it was very difficult for me to not go like, what's their deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, even whether it was the, the normals or the cruisiers, like I found it very hard, not because I I very much felt like a person standing on the outside in that experience uh-huh. for a variety of reasons. But they were great hosts. Thank you. But, um, but at the same time, I was like, ugh, like what is, who does this? Ugh. Like, ugh. Are you, it's, <laughs> that's been my MO since junior high. It's very, very difficult to stop and
1: just like throw yourself into the whole catastrophe. Right. And and what's what's hilarious is that it's been my MO since probably, yeah, coming out of junior high. And I realized a long time ago, I learned to do that. I learned to be snarky and um, judgy because it, as a defense mechanism, because I was getting picked on and I realized I could never fight these people boys really Mm -hmm. like they were they were athletes and they were fighters and they were older and they were bullies and they were going to do whatever they were going to do but what i had was the poison pen you know i had the the quip Mm -hmm. and the quip devastates the quip is a is a a weapon as good as anything better maybe Mm -hmm. and the first time some bully squared off on me and I made a quip instead of cowering and the kids standing around all laughed, I realized, Oh fuck, I'm like Superman. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I think that's why that kind of snarkiness is so popular in gay culture. It was everybody learned it. Everybody learned it as a way of like, you can't, no matter what you say to me, no matter what ugly thing you say to me, I'm going to have a rejoinder that's better Mm -hmm. and you're going to die of shame Yeah, now you've made it a different kind of fight. Yeah, right, right. Your sword just turned to nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, But so I'm walking through these, I'm walking through Hawaii, and I'm just like, I cannot, if I'm going into Aloha in any way, shape, or form, I cannot use Aloha as a cudgel to bury these people, because I don't know enough about Aloha to know. Talking here about the uh, denizens of the resorts. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I can't walk through and be like, oh, my God, you guys are so not Aloha, because that's not Aloha.
0: It's true. It's so, not, you're right. It's not a cudgel. That's not what it's for.
1: Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And so what, am I, so what would I judge them on? My own like, standards that I'm bringing from Seattle about what, cool, what the difference between cool plaid shorts and uncool plaid shorts are? Mm-hmm. That's not Aloha either.
0: A trip, a trip can be a nice opportunity to, as you say, try things on, you know, whether that's an idea, uh, or just a way of being. I do feel like if you're at a place long enough, it gives you a um, rather unique opportunity to put yourself into a state of mind for a while, try something different, adjust it, do whatever. I one obvious example is I'm terrible at vacations. It takes me days to unwind. It used to take me three to four days to uh, get into what we were doing and not be like looking at my phone or doing whatever. But that, that's, that's one example where like by the time it, it isn't until it's time to leave that I'm having anything close to fun or feeling like I am engaged in what's happening here. But sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes you've got to be a dork. Sometimes you've got, you know, you've got to like get into the spirit of things, but I don't find that easy to do. There are other times where getting into the spirit of things is maybe part of the problem. I imagine this is addressed by Aloha. Right? I mean, you know, it's it's one thing for you to go and sneak an egg roll off the hot bar. But it's another thing for you to, like, you're not just going to sit there and, like, piss in the plants in the lobby. No, and but
1: but also, I mean, there's a little eat, eat, pray, love uh, to it, which is, Hmm. well, like, when I walked across Europe... I was very much, I was talking to God every day. Are you there? It's me, Margaret.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what's the deal? Like, there's something about what I'm doing that is, that is like an essential oil, and only you can tell me whether it has lavender or not in it. The g- God? God. Okay. And God was resolutely silent throughout. He mm-hmm. didn't speak German. Although maybe, you know, when you look at situations, you're like, oh, wait, was God there the whole time? Mm-hmm. I mean, there were lots of times when I got my fat pulled from the fire, and yet that's happened my whole life. I never was like, thank you, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but at the end of the trip, there was no, I did not come out of the trip with any more or less God or aloha or anything, as far as I could tell at the time. Mm-hmm. And the eat, pray, love problem was, oh, according to this book like it is possible to go into a thing like a trip around the world and to just kind of hedonistically or whatever self-involvedly pursue um adventure and also have epiphany and true love and also you know like uh, everything worked out in that book in a way that uh in my experience nothing works out in that same way you don't get what you're looking for really and one Mm -hmm. of the things about turtle town was that i kind of started to feel that if i was looking for turtles i would not see them Mm -hmm. but if i did not look for turtles you would find them i I would find them Mm -hmm. and it's extremely hard to go to turtle town and get in the water to see some turtles and not look for turtles Mm -hmm. yeah but but every day I would be in the water and I'd be like looking around for turtles. Where are the turtles? I wonder where they are. Let's go over here. Where's the turtles? And then I would say, oh, you're never going to find turtles if you're looking for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I would just quiet my breath and start looking at fish and rocks mm-hmm. and stuff. hmm And one day I did that and I never bumped into a turtle. And I got out of the water and was like, didn't see a turtle today. And I tried looking for them and also not looking for them. But today it wasn't up to me. Hmm. Trying to trying to come here, spend two and a half weeks and get aloha and take it back to Seattle with me and have that aloha change the way I do things
0: mm-hmm.
1: is also not aloha. Oh, it's more like getting your hair braided. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's exactly getting your hair braided. And so I don't know. I didn't come here to eat, pray, love. Mm-hmm. I just came here to like get my uncle some shoes. Um, and I'm trying to be aloha, but also like I don't know if I can export it or if that is even what I'm looking for. Or like, what do I do? I go home and go on a juice fast for three days. Mm-hmm. Do I? You know, when Jason Finn calls me up and says, blah, 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 do I say, hey, bro, I'm just aloha right now. Mm-hmm. N- no, I can't come back here. I can't co- go back to Seattle and be talking in a, in a patois mm-hmm. that I picked up in two weeks of living somewhere. Yeah. So, but I'm, oh, Merlin, I've never been more ready for something to be different
0: about oh, me. Oh, really? You're, never. Ready for, you're ready for a little break from uh, what you've been doing?
1: I'm ready just to like turn left at Omaha.
0: I got a big idea. We don't need to go too much longer. I got a I got a big idea that I'm going to have trouble fitting into this uh the shape of this podcast, but um, <laughs> it, it involves several it. slightly related things. Okay. Uh, a couple of slightly related things. One is I it might have been you, it might have been Hodgman that said this, but like a working vacation is not really a vacation. Right? So like right. if you you know, when you go somewhere even if it's as a performer or as a whatever like there's an element of like hey cool like free trip or discounted trip or whatever but there's also the element of like when you're in public you're still on you're still going to have to be places and hit your mark on time there's all of this you don't disappear it's not a getaway vacation for example when you go somewhere with a task in mind which i think is what's happening with you um so somebody could look at this from the outside and go wow boohoo johnny's got two and a half weeks but like you you're doing stuff. It's not, it's not, I'm not, that sounds like a preemptive defense. I don't mean it that way. I mean it more to say that when one has not been the uh, author of this particular novella, like, you are going to have to go along, get along, and really pick up some fucking aloha in order to get your head into the game, even if that involves going to the mall for shoes. So that's one aspect of this. It's like, when one is compelled to travel to do something, uh, I think it's it's easy to call that a vacation. It's To me, a vacation could be, I just don't have to do anything at home for five days. Like, that's, I mean, it was vacation, whatever you want to call it. But like, to be a vacation, you have to have a certain amount of... It's ironic, because I want to say control. That's not the exact word I mean. But you have to have a certain amount of agency about what you have to do, even if you don't have total control over what it is that you do. And the other aspect of this that's too big to fit into this episode is um, the—I used to get—this is maybe a form of proto-privilege that I would see in others that would make me mad—but I always felt envious or angry about the very confident kids in high school and college. A phrase I would use today is, they've never really had their ass kicked. They've never felt desperate in life, right? Right. And I feel like, I feel like, and I, and I, I really, I mean, I, in through even through and after college, I could still eyeball somebody and go like, no matter what adventure you've ever gone on, you never really had to worry that your life would fall apart if things didn't go well. You've there's a safety net you didn't know was there. Maybe one reason you're confident is because you've never been desperate. You've never been truly desperate, as yeah. in like. There's something big that's going to happen to you or you're going to run out of money and food or whatever that is. And I feel like there's a commonality in those kinds of things. And it, it does center to some extent around control, which is like the, the kind of travel. And certainly like you are able to whatever, come up with the cash to go to Europe and walk around and do what you did. But like there's, just, there's something to be said for a kind of travel writ large that ends up planting you somewhere where you don't have that much control of the situation. I think it's, like I say, I think it's a little bit monkey balls to say, well, oh, that's a vacation. You went somewhere I've heard about on a map, and it's warm, so that's a vacation. Well, believe me, helping my mom pack her house was not a vacation. (laughs) Helping my grandmother through the final stages of Alzheimer's, not a vacation. Helping mom with her broken hip, not a vacation. Yes, they were all in Florida. So in your case, like you're in an interesting situation because yes, you did accept uh, Somewhat willingly the need to go and do this thing this family thing that everybody was participating in But it's also put you into an interesting state, right? I mean, it seems to me like did you go into this knowing that you'd be thinking about this stuff along the way? Because i, no I speaking of the speaking of the vulnerability like I find that I get vulnerable in interesting ways when I get repotted to somewhere else and have to show humanity in a way that I think I can prepare for, but I really can't. I get super involved in doctor's visits and medication and like what kind of dessert we're getting for grandma tonight. There's all this kind of stuff that just becomes part of this 24 hour quest every day to like go to the next thing. Maybe it's like you say, is it the first step? Are we taking small steps? No, we're taking small everything. Like that's this is an entire enterprise composed of small everything. And I think it can't help but change you a little bit for a little while and maybe for a while after. I don't know if there's Aloha in Seattle, but if there's anything like Aloha, you might be more open to seeing it because you've become vulnerable. If I may say, I'm guessing, something's different, you're noticing something, and you're interested in in at least uh, interrogating what that thing is, and I bet you have some of that at your house right now.
1: I bet it could be there. Well, it it has to be because my uncle's primary project at 92 is... Documenting and re- uh, documenting his life in a, do, in a manuscript and then evaluating that manuscript as though he were an editor or editor or a critical reader
0: Boy, it's ambitious
1: and it is the type of thing that I would do at ninety two and I'm watching him and I'm hearing my sister's voice like, "Well, then you die, and then what?" <laughs> and I'm l- watching him wrestle with that. And then he and I are having long, long, long conversations about what a great tight end he was for Yale in 1948 and also about Ted Stevens and why why Ted got an airport named after him mm-hmm. and all this other stuff that on one level, at my sister's level, she's like, what well, does any of that matter? Who cares? Ted Stevens is also dead. Oh, and, and at my level, I'm like, well, this is all historically fascinating and I wish people could hear this story, mm-hmm. which, he, which he's never going to write down. And he's like, "You know, what does this all mean? Like, in the end of the day, did I do good? Did I make a change? did i And I'm watching that and realizing, Oh, maybe those are really fruitless questions mm-hmm. um Maybe we do not get to know the answers to those, and if I can see that in him, then I have to be able to see it in me <sighs> and if that's true, how can I at fifty years old?" start doing things differently so that I'm not here at 92 shuffling through a thousand reams of paper about all the things that I've done, trying to figure out if it all adds up to something. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yep. 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 I had not thought of that.
1: Mm -hmm. And, Hmm. you know, his stories are great. And I keep saying to him, like, look, look, you know, um, like Descartes did not know that he would one day be Descartes. He just knew that he was like Renee who you know Renee from the block mm-hmm um, yeah I and, mean
0: like uh, Van Gogh was mainly a guy who was eternally poor and couldn't get along with girls,
1: yeah right that was and, his, uh, I
0: mean like like I used to say, no lobster thinks of themselves
1: primarily as food <laughs> right the two the two little uh the two little bugs in the glass of champagne mm-hmm hmm. um but uh But I can't also be not me and a futurist in those moments and say, like, Uncle Jack, you're the first. I said to him the other night, I was like, you're the first generation that came into color or I guess came into black and white is what I'm saying to him for the future. Like 20 generations from now, if someone 20 generations from now is curious about their history and they say who was my great 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 20 times grandfather mm-hmm. they'll be able to go online and find some some uh like you in your own voice right like my great uh, 20 times grandchildren will be able to listen to this you and me if they want which they won't no. but if they did they, they it would they could in a way that we cannot mm-hmm. we cannot go back and, and we don 't know anything about them. We bear we you know past like five generations we don 't even know their names, and I said, all of that history will be like the fifty thousand years of unrecorded history to people of the future, but you have at ninety two have stepped into the circle of light long enough that you 've left an after image that will be visible to the future. So you, you're the first. You're walking on the moon here. And he doesn't, I mean, he'll either take that or, either that is some comfort or not. I'd have no, I have no idea.
0: He's not going to feel the comfort until or unless he's finished something. Yeah. Or, you know, is in some way distracted from it. But yeah, that's, that's the, that's the dilemma. He can't, I mean, he probably can't, I'm speaking for him here, but I mean, he might not feel capable of doing that. Maybe like another Roderick I know it's difficult sometimes to be able to appreciate the story that you have because you're not happy with how you've written it down yet.
1: Yeah. Right. And I, he's not going to get happy with the way he's written it down. It's the most incredible thing. Well, to you got a want to take away from this. Experience. I know, I know. To sit, to sit in a room, and I'm like sitting over here reading. Uh, reading. <laughs> Your Bob. sisters over here. You're gonna die. You're gonna, <laughs> You're gonna die. die. You're all gonna die. Stop talking. Everybody dies. Everybody dies, and it, you know, and all the all the riches in all the world's museums won't stop you from dying.
0: Is that supposed to help?
1: I don't know, man. Have you talked to her about it? Oh, so, you know, if you if you pull her aside and say, "What's this all about?" She'll turn it right on you. You're gonna die all, too. What's what all about? You see, you hear that ringing in your ears? It's uh-huh. not gonna get less. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I'm sitting I can't over feel in the. My feet.
0: <laughs> 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 of course, you feel your feet. You're gonna die. <laughs>